A Spooky Tales is a podcast focused on Latin American folklore, myths, and legends. Their hosts, Christina and MJ, were gracious enough to join us and tell us about themselves and their podcast, share some personal as spooky stories, and laugh and have a good time with us. Next, on Technically a Conversation. you're listening to Technically a Conversation, a podcast where we share an interesting topic or story with each other and hope you find it interesting as well. I'm one half of your host, Jose, and I'm joined, as always, by my lovely co-host, Isela. How are you doing today? Doing lovely. How are you doing? Doing fantastic. Super excited to welcome the hosts of one of our favorite podcasts. Yes. The one, the only, the incomparable <laughs> Christina and MJ from A Spooky Tales. Oh my God, I'm Yay. blushing. <laughs> same. You can't see me, but same. <laughs> we are so happy and so privileged to have you ladies on our show. Yes. Uh, so for those that have been sleeping on this, please tell our super friends about yourselves and your excellent podcast. Uh, yes. Hi, I'm Christina. Um, as Jose already said, one half of A Spooky Tales a podcast where we talk about uh, spooky things, haunted places, legends, myths from Latin America, occasionally true crime, um, but always a focus on Latin America. Excellent. And what made you decide to start a podcast together? Well, I already had one with my twin and she was too busy to join me when I was like, hey, I want to talk about like spooky haunted places because our other one is a telenovela rewatch podcast. <laughs> so we recap. <laughs> We're watching Teresa right now and we recap uh, every episode and just like, talk crap about it and laugh about things about the novella <laughs> as well as talk about like the isms like colorism and things like that in the episodes um and she was too busy to do this with me and uh i was on twitter i was i tweeted like who wants to do this with me because my twin's a loser and mj was like <laughs> i'll do it and i was like oh yay yeah let's do it because uh, we already knew each other from uh in high school we didn't talk as much we had similar friends but we didn't like really uh what's it called like I guess talk. I don't know what. There's another word I was. We knew of each other. We knew of each other. Uh, but we 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 were like friends because, you know, back then you just added everyone you knew on social media. And so we were <laughs> friends on social media. <laughs> That's when I started talking to MJ more on Twitter and Facebook. And then when I was like, who wants to join me? Because Carmen sucks. She was like, I'll do it. <laughs> well, like I do it like yeah I was like it was like the middle of the pandemic no yeah it was I was like I have nothing to do like I'm like dying over here November 2020 yeah <laughs> like dying um not socializing with other adults <laughs> well we're so glad you guys did because I've learned so much about all these like folklores stuff I didn't even hear about before it's so fun and then I'll sometimes ask my mom hey did you know about this and she's like, no. Or sometimes she's like, yes, I've heard. And then she'll tell me her version. <laughs> cool. Love it. Yeah, it definitely is something that has always interested me too. You know, a lot of the folk tales, historical things that definitely appeal to us. So we're, again, super thrilled that you all decided to do this podcast <laughs> with us today. Yeah, thanks so much for uh, inviting us on. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited too. Of course. Um, I know what the ads that we ran, the promo swap. Uh, a lot of our listeners wrote to us and said that they really enjoyed your show also. So this is going to be a treat for them as well. Oh, love it. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, Jose's sister is like a huge fan of you guys oh, as well. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Shout out, Elena. <laughs> Before we start, Isela and I were guests on Friday's episode of A Spooky Tales. So if you want to hear Isela and I tell some stories that we've never told on the podcast, you'll want to go check it out. I think it's some of our funniest and spookiest stories that we've ever told. So again, that's the Friday, November 18th episode of A Spooky Tales. Link will also be in the show notes. Go check it out. You're going to enjoy it. So we're going to do things a little bit different on this episode. Normally with our show, we don't tell the other host what the episode's going to be about beforehand. We just kind of introduce it. Yeah. So this is going to be different because you all are going to be sharing material with us. So we have no idea what you guys are going to be talking about. So you'll be introducing us and our super friends to uh, some of the material that you would normally cover on your podcast. So that that way they can go to your podcast and check out similar stories. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, I have some uh, spooky family stories. I was going to talk about um, just uh, legends from Guadalajara, but then I was like, I've already done that on our podcast. And if since you guys ran the promo, I was like, I don't know, we might have similar li- or some uh, listeners that overlap. And I was like, I don't want them to hear the same thing. So I, I have two stories that I haven't told on Spooky Tales either that I forgot about. Um, so yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, we're definitely looking forward to hearing them. I'm excited. Uh, I think I've said it on our own, on Spooky Tales a bunch of times, but uh, I have family and they're all in Guadalajara, Jalisco. And I mean, it's a very, very uh, haunted place, apparently. It's full of legends. Mm-hmm. And then like everyone has their own, you know, stories. I want to say my grandparents met there. They didn't, they're not from Guadalajara. My abuelita's from, I want to say Zacatecas, which I've never been to myself, but she's from Un Rancho in Zacatecas. And then my abuelito grew up in um, El Salto, Jalisco, which is kind of like in Juanacatlan. It's like another, a little further down from uh, Guadalajara. It's a long bus ride. And I have been there a few times. They met in Guadalajara. That's where, you know, all my tios, tias, my mom grew up. And um, they used to live in this. Uh, I, mean, I mean, this is all for like backstory. So the stories make sense, right? <laughs> so they, uh, you know, it's a, they were, I mean, they were a poor family. Um, they lived in, I don't know the, like why they called it this, but they called it La Pension. So it was like where people could park their cars. And then there was one room, basically. Uh, it was like, I think everyone's everything's made out of like stone. I don't know what the right word is. Not wood. Like they're not like wooden buildings like here. You know, everything it looks like that it's made from like stone. Like adobe almost. Yeah, yeah. So it was like one room where they all pretty much slept there, and then the kitchen was outside, and the bathroom was outside too. And so they could live there cheaper because they could all take turns watching the cars that people could park there. So that's how they made some money uh, watching the cars and then my abuelito sometimes worked sometimes he didn't <laughs> it's a creepy looking place like we when we the first time i went to mexico we were eight maybe and they took us to uh go see it my mom couldn't go with us so we i think i don't know if you can do it now but back then kids could fly internationally and un- unaccompanied so uh <laughs> the 90s hey 2000s you know uh so yeah me my twin and my brother uh we flew to mexico by ourselves um but they have like a person an attendant uh with you the whole time and there was like a cool little room where you could wait for like a layover if you had one and the room was like full of toys and tv and uh video game consoles so i remember that 
that was fun because we went we went twice underage and so both times uh we were in that room but when we went to mexico they took us to go see where my mom grew up and we wanted to see it because we heard so many stories about the place and it was it was an experience because like the room i'm in right now is like a office so the the room the house house and i say that with like air quotes that they they lived in was maybe barely twice the size of this office that i'm in right now um everyone slept together like just on the floor right and like i said the kitchen was outside the bathroom was outside and you had to walk across the parking lot of cars and there was like a big big mango tree there and um everyone was like scared at night of walking making the walk the trek to the bathroom but that uh mango tree uh they used to say that uh un muerto se aparecía so a ghost would appear at that mango tree at night and this ghost apparently according to everyone else i've never saw it we went during the daytime so (laughs) but uh they would say that this um muerto would like try and convince you to dig up some gold that was said to be underneath that mango tree like or next to it because you know like the tree went this way and then underneath that there was like a spot like a shade and that shaded area is where the treasure was said to be and you have to dig it up, but El Muerto would be standing next to you the whole time. So this ghost would be there, you know, um, <laughs> while you're supposed to dig up this gold. And none of my uh, family ever tried it because, like, they were all too scared. And I I wouldn't do it either. <laughs> but <laughs> they said a neighbor, someone that lived across from them, tried to dig up the treasure and uh, with, like, you know, El Muerto next to him. And they say that he went mad. Like, he didn't finish digging the gold he didn't finish he didn't find the gold he went mad but before the end of the night and he's like he's like in some asylum <laughs> like they, they never oh wow <laughs> they never saw this uh neighbor um because they whenever you're they were like hey where's your like i don't know if it was like a theo i'm just gonna call him a theo right so they were like hey where's your theo oh he he hasn't been back since he lost his mind from trying to dig up that gold like Oh my god, that is crazy. Dude, that sounds creepy. Very creepy. That's why when I and I wanted to find more stories because uh, ions ago we did an episode on ghosts and treasures because there's so many stories like that of like, oh, dicen que there's uh, gold here, but you can't dig it up or you'll go mad. Like, um, so, but that's because I and I had heard that story like growing up. Wow. So yeah, that's one of them. That is cool. That is super crazy. And just imagining that muerto being there supervising. Supervising or something, yeah. <laughs> it sounds worse than working for Amazon. I mean, those poor people have to piss in bottles and everything. But I mean, having a dead person supervise you, that sounds awful. No, thank you. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. But it does make you curious, right? You're like, is there something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me pego. Maybe I'm like, oh, maybe I'm going crazy. <laughs> Well, I, I can tell you where that place is if you want to go dig up. No, no. Uh, the, the the tree's still there. Oh, I, you know, I didn't I haven't gone there in a few years, but my mom passed by it a couple, maybe a couple years ago. And yeah, the place is still there. The tree's still there. Uh, so yeah, I'm surprised the place is still there because like, since my mom was a kid, uh, I mean, Mexico and Guadalajara itself has changed so much. Um, but yeah, that place is still there. And yeah, there's so many creepy stories in that little uh, place. I I need to get my mom to tell her story, but it's just, I've said it so many times. It's so scary. I haven't heard the full thing. <laughs> oh, wow. Basically, like some evil entity attached itself to her, some ghost. <gasps> 
and you know they would see it in la pension because like my mom it would be attached to my mom but everyone almost everyone in the family saw it on different occasions um and it wasn't the one from the tree that was a different one. <laughs> oh, great <laughs> yeah uh, after this started happening to my mom she was like too scared to go to sleep at night because she'd be like se me va a subir el muerto like the the ghost is gonna climb on me and my abuelito uh, may he rest in peace he was like I'll show him. No one's going to do this to my daughter. Like, I'll show him. And then, like... He's so cute. In the middle of the night, like, uh, there was, like, a noise. And he, like, got up. He's like, where is it? Where is it? And and uh, and then, like, they saw, like, something. Like, an apparition. I don't know what. And he, like, almost passed out. And he was like, no. No. Uh, no, I can't. I can't. Like, he was like... I, I'm, I'm sorry. You're on your own. <laughs> no. No, he didn't say that. But yeah, but he was like, I'm not, I, what am I going to do to this ghost? Like, he was like, never mind. <laughs> right. You can't punch him out. That's what like, that's what dads want to do. They want to punch things. <laughs> in that same little house, I can't even call it a house because in that same little uh, parking lot, I don't know what to call it. But um, that's a, one time they tried to use like a Ouija board and I don't remember why, but they had one and they tried to burn it and it would like reappear inside the, the house. Like just a bunch of weird, creepy stories about that place. That's scary. Oh my God. I've heard of stuff like that where they burn a Ouija board and it somehow like miraculously comes back together and it's like all nice and neat on your bed or something. <laughs> that's nuts. Yeah, I think they got it because they were trying to figure out what this thing was that was following my mom. Like, I don't know if my mom got the Ouija board or was like, if it was like another uncle. I don't remember the full details because like, I still have to record this whole thing with my mom. And um, <laughs> one day I will. But somehow they they used this to try and like, see what this thing was. And like, then it went like wrong. And so they <gasps> um tried to get rid of it. Like they threw it away and then it was like back in the house. And they're like, why'd you bring that back? And they're like, no, no, no one brought it back here. And then, then they tried to burn it. And then they were like, how is it still back here? Like, I don't even know. I don't remember the ending of like, if they ever got rid of it or anything. Um, but yeah, that house just uh, so many things. <laughs> you know what? That Ouija board sounds like it's a value though. Because you only have to buy it once. And you never have to buy it again. It always keeps on reappearing. <laughs> well, I don't, I, it must be gone now. <laughs> you would hope. <laughs> or, you, or it makes you a magician. Right. You're like, tomorrow it'll be here again. <laughs> But it'll be excellent to buy, put your keys on there. And if you ever lose your keys, you never have to worry about it because it'll reappear. Okay, I need that. And I need to do that with my debit card too. Uh, it disappeared for a very long time. And then I finally got a new one. And then yesterday, my husband's like, here's your old debit card. And I was like, what the fuck? Where? Why couldn't you do this? Like, I don't know, before I ordered the new one. like It was the duendes. Yeah, I like to blame the duendes, but uh, Carmen is like, no, bitch, it's you. Like, it's not the duendes. That's what she tells me. And I'm like, fine, you're probably right. Yeah, let me dream. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a pain in the ass because you have to, like, put your Netflix on it again or your Amazon or whatever. Oh. The worst. That's why I didn't want to get a new one. And then I kept swiping my credit card instead. And I'm like, I can't. I need to get a new debit card. Like, <laughs> because then my ass will forget to like pay my credit card because I don't. I Yeah. So then it's a whole mess. And I, my husband's like, just get a new debit card. And I'm like, no, I'm going to find it. And then I don't find it. It's a mess. It's a hot mess. Over here. Dang it. But now, you know, for the next time. Since a lot of credit cards let you choose your own image, just put an image of a Ouija board on there. Uh, I should try it. There you go. 
<laughs> and it goes with your whole theme. Spooky tales is perfect. Yeah. And if it doesn't, if I lose it and it doesn't reappear, I'm quitting my work. <laughs> and we're blaming Jose. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny. That is cool. I understand that you had some stories to share as well, MJ. Yes, I have um, like two. I don't know. Uh, There's one story from my grandpa that um, he told my dad before he passed. And it's one I haven't shared. So um, it's a story about Cadejos. And if you know, it's like the, the, the spiritual dog from like Latin America. And some people think it's like demonic. Other people like just think it's spiritual. And this is a story that my grandpa uh, told my dad. Um, I, I never met my grandpa, but um, he apparently he had really crazy stories. <laughs> so um, uh, he said it was sometimes in the 50s. And he, my grandpa at the time couldn't remember the exact year. He would tell my dad that his, you know, that his memory would slow down as he has aged. But um, he lived in a farm and it was part of a rural community, and the population was roughly 300 or so people, so it was really small. And outside of the little town, there wasn't a sign of civilization for many kilometers. It was very much in the middle of nowhere, surrounded by semi-deserts and wilderness, and that was the life of the vaquero in rural Mexico. He says he would always hear stories about brujas and other creatures roaming the Mexican wilderness, and many people in the pueblo did not leave you know, the safety of its streets at night, like, um, but like, you know, my, my grandpa had to tend to animals, so he would have to leave the city limits or the town limits sometimes to, um, you know, to do what they had to, you know, they, if they had to watch the sheep, they had to go in the middle of the night and sometimes camp out there with their little fire and their dogs and stuff. And on one night, my grandpa was on his own and it was a full night and, um, he didn't need anyone to go with him because it was a full moon and it was, you know, there was light everywhere that he could see where he was going. And it was just him and his horse. And he had just left the town's cantina after drinking the night away. So he was, you know, drunk. He was very drunk. <laughs> and he had traveled uh, a few kilometers and, um, you know, and on his horse from the town to his farm, it would take like about an hour or so. So he's just like traveling, but he could see where he's going. There's moonlight and the horse pretty much just, you know, just tells him, let's go this way. And the horse follows the path because it's it's something that like they know. And he said that he had felt very uneasy. Like there was like this on top of being drunk, you know, he's already out of it. But he felt like this something in his gut, something in his gut was telling something was wrong. Something is off. And he felt like he could feel eyes watching him. Oh, wow. And my grandpa becomes paranoid and he's on his horse, drunk and looking left, right and center, like in all directions. Like, what is going on? Like, there's a full moon. I can see everything. It's bright. I see my path. There's nothing to, you know, my right. There's nothing to my left. Why do I feel eyes on me? He turned back and one time and 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 then looked forward and like it's just literally a split. So he was looking forward and then he looked back and then he looked forward again. And when he looked forward, like immediately he saw something on the road and he was like, you know, th this was what was watching me. And um, it was a black dog 
with glowing red eyes, and it appeared out of nowhere. Ew. It was growling at my grandfather, and his horse began to buck and panic. So he's drunk. This horse is like, you know, scared, jumping up and down. He's holding on for dear life. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I'm like, I was like, I was uh, asking my dad, I was like, you know, did he was like about to like hurl everywhere? Because imagine being drunk, disoriented, and your horse is just like swinging <laughs> you left or <laughs> And um, he was like, you know what? I I sobered up quick. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And he regained control of his horse. But this dog like approached him and began snapping at the ankles of the horse. So the horse is like, you know, just terrified and like trying to move away from this thing. And my uh, grandpa was pulling it away from the path, like away from the creature. And he started like almost like went around or went in a different direction, but he like, he moved the horse and like made it go out to, you know, started galloping and to try to get away from this dog. But the dog was keeping pace side to side with the horse. <gasps> you know, it's a dog. It's not supposed to be like, be able uh, to run at the same speed of a horse. Yeah. And then it started floating and running right next to my grandpa <gasps> on, you know, he, how he's on top of the horse. So My grandpa was just, you know, he was terrified and the eyes were just looking at him. They were bright and red. And it was like a cat and mouse game that went on for several minutes. But after he saw his farm, they turned their backs to it and they continued to go towards his his home as fast as the the horse could. And he turned back to it and it was a mistake because he could feel the warmth of the dog's breath on his neck. (gasps) And it was on top of his horse. And and then he's like, I could feel the droplets (laughs) of water from its breath just trickling down my neck, you know, down his neck. And then he he was just said he was so terrified. He was so scared. And he was like, uh, you know, but once they crossed the threshold of his farm, it disappeared. Oh, my gosh. That's so, so crazy. (gasps) But then he would say, like, the shadows... Or, like, the shadows of, like, the trees and the mesquites and, like, the blades of grass. They were all, like, moving weird. He's like, I don't know if it was just because I was still drunk, but they were moving. (laughs) (laughs) They were moving. (laughs) And um, he he described it as, like, the shadows trying to pull away and break free from... Oh, my God. Yeah, it was weird. And then he says that when he would go out at night, he would feel the presence of this creature, even if he was around other people. It was like stalking him. So he would feel it when he would go back like into like that town or something? No, like whenever he was out at night. (gasps) Damn. He could like feel the eyes on him again, even if he was sober, even if he was like on like work tending to his cattle or his sheep or whatever they needed to do at the time. Because I know um, both my grandparents have been farmers. And there was times when they would have to go during corn season, they would have to like sleep in the cornfield. So like uh, wild boars wouldn't eat their crop. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, that's bossy. So um, he would be like, you know, have this little fire out in the cornfield in like the special section right at the edge. And he would, um, you know, watch him and other men of the family or, or other friends of the village, whoever had their like their crops right there would get together and for many nights until it was time to harvest, they would watch over the crops until they were harvested so wild boars wouldn't come and eat it. And he was like, you know, he would tell my dad that he always felt like 
these eyes watching him just like when he did that one day he was drunk i was like <laughs> i i'd be like uh, grandpa why didn't you like i told my dad i was like why why didn't you ask him why didn't he get like find something other like other work to do like i don't know because <laughs> it was like you, you know for years he was a farmer and he did that and i was like could not be me yeah that sounds so rough wow <laughs> could not be me <laughs> no <laughs> babe now, I'm already scared of dogs to begin with, and then having it be a demon dog, that would just raise that fear to the next level, I feel. <laughs> they also say, like, the, the cadejo watches out over drunkards. Yeah. Mm. So, I was like, maybe you're about to, like, face off some shit, and he scared you and made you go the other way. Yeah. So, I don't know. It could always be, like, something scary, but it's, like, it needed to protect him in a certain way and in order to make him, like, turn around or take a different route. Like a blessing in disguise. Yeah. But he was terrified because he was like, there was, you know, there was that moment when the dog jumped on the horse and he could feel the breath on its neck and the drool. And ugh. I was like, no. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so creepy as all hell. And then the end of the story should be like, and that was when he stopped drinking. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> of course not. Of course not. Mm-mm. <laughs> And like the story all took place, I think, in Zacatecas. I'm not my my grandpa did travel around a lot, so I'm not entirely sure. But that's where he um, my dad and my mom grew up. The way I always heard El Cadejo, which is huge in El Salvador, but uh, was El Cadejo is good or bad. He's does what he wants. Sometimes he protects you. Sometimes he will attack you. <laughs> but it's not it's not it's not two different dogs, because in a lot of places, it's actually a white dog and a black dog. And the white dog is the good one that protects you from the evil black one. That if you see the black one, you're a goner. Uh, <gasps> you're <laughs> um, and that's the demon dog. And then the good one, it was sent from God. Um, so that's a lot of the versions uh, all over El Salvador and Guatemala too. And then I think probably that part of Mexico, but in a lot of places. Um, but the way I heard El Cadejo was, uh, yeah, he's good. He protects you. Yeah, protects drunkards a lot. A lot of drunk people see him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow that's their little angel their guardian angel <laughs> yeah their patron saint yeah i'm gonna start walking around with the little medallion of the cadejo now yeah like a little like a like a, a metallic black you know black metal and then like ruby eyes <laughs> just to get it done but yeah that's like the only story i've ever heard of family that have encountered el cadejo i think that was just like the the first and last time my grandpa saw it <laughs> but he was scared <laughs> wow yeah that sounds scary as all hell <laughs> mm -hmm. and then like i have another legend from my maternal grandmother again from zacatecas because there's a saying that says los brujas on the zacatecas and I'm, I'm pretty sure you heard me mention it on the podcast and my grandma, she has a lot of stories about brujas, but like she always has this one story where I I believe when she was younger, she would, you know, at the end of the night, they would all like gather in the front patio or porch. I don't even know what to call it. Um, And there's hills where she lived. And she said on some nights you would see these fireballs <gasps> like roll around in the hills and like f almost like fly and I know, like, a lot of people in, like, the United States would be like, oh, my God, it's a UFO. But in Mexico and in, in Zacatecas, in the state, it is believed that the witches, in order to travel long distances, that they were turned into fireballs. Oh. And a lot of people see, like, fireballs rolling around the hills and, like, 
traveling and flying long distances. And my grandma had seen them like roll up a a hill and then just disappear and then drop down on the other side. And a lot of people in her little pueblito have um, seen those. And around Zacatecas, as long as there's hills, you know, it's getting dark. A lot of people see them. They're like orbs or something weird. Yeah, like, yeah, but it looks like they're on fire. Oh, wow. But they don't like, you know, when they roll around, they don't burn anything. They don't burn the surrounding grass or anything. It just looks like this ball that's on fire that's, you know, going through all this vegetation, but the vegetation doesn't burn up or anything. That's so interesting. It's just seen at the distance. That's super crazy. I know now with um, Elon and his little toys that he's putting up in space, (laughs) people are seeing that all the time. And I know even the news covered it here. I I think you guys talked about it on yesterday's episode. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) But the news covered it here in El Paso, too, because a lot of people were like freaking out, like, what's going on? Uh Oh, the same thing happened to me. Like, (laughs) I saw the Starlink. And I was like, I was telling uh, Christina, I was like, my soul left my body. And I was just like, bye. (laughs) You get abducted, but not me. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, bye, soul. And I get it. Well, that's actually one of my dreams to, is to get abducted. <laughs> I think I've said a lot of times on our show that I'm a skeptic, so I don't really believe in a lot of that stuff, but I do want to believe. Like, I'm like the X-Files, like, I want to believe. <laughs> and I think, like, getting abducted would be, like, the funnest thing. Like, I would volunteer to be yeah. abducted. I know that I'm crazy and I have problems. <laughs> no, there's always, like, I, I'm, like, the same, but except I don't want to get abducted. Like, I always tell, like, people around me, I told this to my husband once, I was like, you know what? I want us to be driving and then a UFO pulls up, but they take the person in front of us, the car in front of us, not us. And then you witness it. So, you know, yeah. So, you know, like it is true, but it didn't happen to you. We get to witness it, though. Yeah. Like be praying for you, front car, (laughs) but not me. Yeah. I don't want to be taken. I just want to witness somebody be taken. (laughs) Yeah, that would be so cool. There's a lot of weird shit also. Like I, my sister always tells me because she, she lives in Phoenix. So she's like, oh, my God, you know what I saw last night? And I'm like, were you drinking? I'm just kidding. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> was it El Cadejo? <laughs> it was protecting you. Perfect. <laughs> That's funny. No, the Cadejo is definitely scary. I would be freaked out seeing that. Mm-hmm. UFOs for some reason, I'm okay with. It's the opposite for me. The UFOs are like too real. <laughs> I could always dismiss the cadejo and be like, no, I'm hallucinating. I'd want to pet the cadejo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a dog person too, so. Oh, I, I am too. I love dogs. That's why I'm like. Do you have friends, cadejo? I'd be like, you know what? I'll take two. Yeah. <laughs> I can turn them angelic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get them like a little like spiky, uh, like, uh, uh, what is it called? Um, collar. Make them look really cool. <laughs> That'd be super cool. Like, Have you guys watched uh, Good Omens? Oh, no, I haven't. I haven't. Yeah, I've, I watched parts of it. Okay. Well, um, I mean, if you've read the book, it follows it pretty closely, but the um, little like Satan's child or whatever is like born. And he's hidden in like some town in like, I don't know, England or something. And he's supposed to, there's supposed to be like these things that happen to make basically the apocalypse begin. And um, one of them is like, oh, a little hound will, or the devil's hound will appear to little Damon. I don't know if that's his name. I can't remember. But, um, oh, Damien Thorne. 
Yeah, so he sees this dog, but it's tiny. It's like, um, <laughs> it turns into a tiny little dog. So it's like, this is cute, but it's the devil's hound. Oh. But it's like so small. It's so cute. It's like a chihuahua. Yeah, it's it's a small dog. It's not a chihuahua. I don't remember the brand. or the brand, um, the breed? Yeah. Breed. <laughs> the breed that they use in the show. But it's like a tiny little dog that's not like scary looking at all. So that's just what I thought of right now. When we were like. Just added like a spike collar to it. Make it look metal. <laughs> yeah. It's like. Oh, hell yeah. I'm all about making things look metal. <laughs> oh, wow. That's funny. Yeah, I didn't know they had a show about that because I've seen the old movies from like the 70s or something. And in that one, the dog was pretty fierce. I think the the dog ended up mauling somebody. Oh yeah! So Good Omens is is written by Neil Gaiman. Gaiman, I don't know. I love name. Neil Gaiman, but it's basically the same story. Yeah, it's like a yeah, I, yeah. I think he does like something different with the with the lore, but yeah, yeah. But the the what is it? They're trying to find the boy. I never. I finished the book, but I can't remember how it ends. It's a fun book too, but I never finished the show. Cause I forgot about it. I should finish it. But <laughs> the demon dog is hilarious. Yeah, I, I should finish it too. I started. I started watching because like I'm in love with Michael Sheen. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, I watched it for David Tennant. <laughs> yeah, oh, David Tennant. So yeah, yeah. He's the he's the my God. What's his name? The doctor. He go well. He's the doctor too. I was talking about who he is in Good oh. Omens. <laughs> Like he's and you're like the doctor. No, like he's like my doctor. You know, he's like uh, I. He's the one who introduced me to Doctor Who. Well, yeah, same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I watched the other, the first Doctor, um, the uh, shaved head Doctor. What is his name? Christopher something. I don't know. It doesn't matter because then I then I discovered David Tennant right after him, and I was like, who was that other yeah. guy? I don't care. Forget that dude. <laughs> Step aside. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, all you have to say was Neil Gaiman, and I'm sold. Yeah, Good Omens is a fun watch. Um, the three episodes I watched. <laughs> it's, where is it on? What's Where is it streaming? Amazon, Amazon. Prime. Oh, okay. Yeah, a, it was a Prime original. Okay. Yeah. I know I've seen it. You know how like when you see the advertisement somewhere, you're trying to place it in your head. You're like, was that on Netflix or on? <laughs> you know, because there's like so many streaming services. Yeah, there's too many places now. Definitely. Yeah, there really is. Yeah, we ended up doing a recap of the last season of Lucifer. I still haven't watched that one. I haven't seen it either. That's also by Neil Gaiman. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I, I'm up, up. I ha- I've watched all the seasons except for the last one because I'm like I I don't want to say goodbye to it. <laughs> I'm like I'll watch it eventually. <laughs> I felt the same way. I was like, no, this is the end of an era. <laughs> it's an amazing show. I should watch it. Yeah, it's so good. It's a lot of fun, and like Maze is a fucking badass. You're like, yes, yeah. I love this chick. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to do one for Sandman, but. I was unsuccessful in convincing Isela. She's like, yeah, we're doing too much comic book shit. So I was like, oh. I didn't say, I tampoco, slow down. <laughs> Not the bosses. But Sandman is also Neil Gaiman, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Now you gave me something to watch this weekend. I'm excited to go check it out. <laughs> yeah, I think there's one season or two. I don't remember anymore. I think there's two. Two. Okay. I want to say there's two. One. It popped up again on like, I don't know if it, like another commercial came out for it or like i should say trailer i think they're restarting it i don't know i could be wrong i watch so much stuff that i don't even know <laughs> there's just too much to keep track of there, there really is. is that's what's nice though you're like where the fuck was all this good stuff during covid during the lockdown <laughs> yes <laughs> i was like oh my god that was the first time i was like well 
all my girlfriends kept talking about Sex in the City, I guess. I'll start watching it. <laughs> so. I've still never seen that. I've never seen that either. Yeah. No, it was very entertaining. I'm not even going to, like, knock it. Okay. No, I like entertaining stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It was very entertaining. Um, I would never wear any of those fucking crazy ass, like, heels, first <laughs> of all, or the crazy ass, yeah. like, hats. I guess. But, no. like, it was fun to watch, man. What did I watch during? Oh, I just did Star Wars, I think, probably in Marvel. <laughs> That's me. Oh, yes. I finally caught up on all the Marvel movies because there was so, I was. There's so many. I'm not. It felt like a <laughs> runaway train, right? Is that how you feel, Christina? You're like, I'm never going to catch up to it. Yeah, you have to like watch it from the beginning. Yeah. And then <laughs> No, I don't do that. <laughs> I watch things out of order because I can't remember the order. So. The beginning is too much, and yeah, so. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, you're like, just tell me about it. Give me the cliff notes type of thing. Yeah, because, I mean, like, what was it? Yes, yes. Uh, the Black Panther, the Wakanda Forever is like the last one for this year. It was good, though. It was good. I do want to watch it, too. Okay, tell us, yes or no? Was it good? I liked it, but <laughs> it's, um, I cried a lot. Aww. Oh, I want to see it so bad. I cried a lot because there's like, I mean, uh, if. You know, the whole franchise, the the actor has passed and it was just like. Oh, right. Because there's like a thing. I'm assuming they did something for like Chadwick Boseman then. I would think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. But then it, that's not that's not just the sad part. Like there's this part that, oh, my God, I just oh, no, because I just like went through like that's why I was absent. Um, You know, it's just like so much like family stuff going on. And I'm like, oh, my God, with the Chadwick Boseman, like thing and then i had just like lost a grandpa and i was like between that and like chadwick i was just like oh reliving everything yeah it's like reopening wounds that'll do it yeah yeah because I, I just lost my grandpa like um a few weeks ago and oh, sorry <laughs> it was just like oh no i'm feeling i'm feeling everything again <laughs> it was not yeah but um a, a lot of people cried the whole audience was just like you, you you hear the everyone was crying the, the nose boogers being <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 and also sorry to hear about your grandpa MJ yes that's awful I'm sorry to hear Thank that you. that's yeah. that's rough it sounds like he had an amazing life I don't know if that's the same grandpa um no it's a different one no um well te he's technically my husband's grandpa but like I didn't grow up with my grandparents. Like the my my grandpa from the story had passed away years before I was even born, like almost ten oh, years. Got it. So um I grew up with my I guess what I would consider grandparents, like my husbands, because we've been together for like twelve years. So they've been my grandparents for or they've taken up that role and have cared for me like my actual grandparents. Like his grandparents just do everything for me. That's awesome. And then they call me their granddaughter. So we became really attached, and then my son was really attached to him. So it's my my son's great great grandpa, and and it was just so bad because my son took it. I think the hardest out of everybody. It was really mm. bad. And how old is your son? He's eleven. Oh, that's rough. Yeah. So he he knew everything, and then like you know that was like one of his favorite people. So it was bad. <laughs> hmm. It was bad. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, three weeks is definitely a little. It's a little fresh. And actually, that's why I was in San Diego, I think, three or three weeks ago or so, mm -hmm. was because I also had gone to a funeral. My cousin had passed away. Oh, no. My condolences. So sorry. Yeah. Oh, thank you, guys. Yeah. So if you, yeah, so if you're like going through it, family wise, you're going to cry. Oh, <laughs> if you watch great. this movie, just letting you know. <laughs> it's like, oh, no. Like, 
The tributes always make me cry. Like, I don't care who it is. I don't, like, I don't care if I knew you. It's so sad. <laughs> I don't know this person, but I'm crying. <laughs> Thank you so much, Christina and MJ, for all your stories and for spending your afternoon with us today. If somebody wants to find you, where can they find you? If they want to go listen to your awesome podcast, where can we send our super friends? Uh, yeah, if you go and in your favorite podcast app, uh, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I don't know who uses Google Podcasts, but it's a thing. Um, Stitcher, Pocket Cast. I don't know. All of those. All of those. Just search a Spooky Tales. We will come up. Um, if you just Google a Spooky Tales, we will also come up. <laughs> if you go to SpookyTales.com, we, we will also come up. <laughs> so, yeah, many ways. Just search a Spooky Tales. And, yeah, that's where you can find us. Uh, also, a Spooky Tales on all the socials. Awesome. Very cool. Uh, except Facebook. We're on Facebook, but I don't I don't use it. Yeah. So. so don't go there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just go yeah. on there and post and I'm out of there as quickly as I post. So Yeah. It's almost like you like something you have to run into and then run back out as fast as you can. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've been guilty mm-hmm. of that because like I won't check the notification stuff and it was like, Oh, we got like two reviews and it was like three months ago. Oops. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, thank you so much, ladies. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. We hope that you enjoyed the show and you join us again next week. If you're enjoying the show, leave us a review, tell a friend, and subscribe wherever fine podcasts are sold. <laughs> Follow us on the socials at GreetingsTAC. Email us at GreetingsTAC at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 915-317-6669. If you have a story to share with us <laughs> or if you just want to say hello and go listen to a spooky tales it's an awesome podcast yes 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 <laughs>